Welcome to the K-pop cast. I'm your DJ, DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by PD Nim, Michaela. Yes, hello everybody. And welcoming back, Amr, Gi Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gi Dragon. The dragon was blown away by this MV, and I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> Because I did not know there was a relatively well-funded, I guess now, wasn't always the case, yeah, no. K-pop group approved for like the gay market. But they're know, here right? and they do it so well. And today we'll be talking about NOM. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I can't. You have too much shirt on to be singing this song. Oh yeah, that's why I'm I'm inhibited by my clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that right, and we'll be letting you know if this song is Daybok or not. Right, Michaela. I know you mm-hmm. did hella research on this one. You went to oh my gosh, neighbor did all the translations. Uh, so it, it's, it's so hard to find information about this archaeology. Group. Yeah, yeah. So TLDR for the group because they they've been around for a while, guys. First of all, their name is Nom, aka Nom, stands for Nature of Man. They are currently a three-member group. A three-member performance group. Uh, their members are JK, B-Side, and Colm, and they are all 30 sexy. So this is a this mm. is not a boy group. This is a man group. Hey. They debuted back in 2013 with their single A Guys, and they were on a hiatus for about five or six years. But they came back in the most perfect time in pride month of last year in june with their third single i'm so sexy and i'm not but and so this month in january they've come back with i can't wait and that's what we're going to be talking about today i I had to emphasize that they are a performance group because technically they're not really like a k-pop group i guess now this new iteration of of them is they're they're trying to become more of a a k-pop group but they they're really what's referred to as a performance group which is they're not really like singers or artists they're just Mm -hmm. more of performers i i don't know if i i think they were if you ask me they they were a k-pop group they had original songs they had original music videos. And mm-hmm. before this comeback, I played them a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. For for my K pop gigs and, and stuff. Like but more specifically, not even my K pop gigs. I act like they got more play at my non K pop gigs for my big gay party gigs. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're video DJing or something and you need to have like sexy visuals up. Well, mm. look no further. I, I oh gosh. Yes. Nature of man has he covered. <laughs> yes, their videos have been consistent since the beginning. So we reached out. We wanted to hear what the community had to say about this song, about this group, and yeah. we stumbled upon another K-pop podcast, the K-pop Sunbays. Hey, get it? Yeah, very cute. Anyway, <laughs> um, they they had been evidently following NOM for quite a, some time. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play this clip by Old R of that podcast. So first off, I was asked, what do I think about this comeback? 
And for me, I feel like even though they debuted with a very sexy concept and they've always walked the line between being very masculine and very feminine, this time mm-hmm. it felt like it was more subtle and very sensual. And it was leaning way more into the mature side than they have in the past. Yes. And visual-wise, I feel like their company really wanted to invest more in them because this music video was much higher quality than in the past, which was very nice. Next, I was asked, well, what sort of gets people to be fans of NOM? And in my opinion, it's because they stand out from a lot of other idols, especially idols who do try to go with the sexy concept, because I feel like they do give off a more mature vibe because they tend to be older. A lot of other idols sort of water down their sexiness because they do want to appeal to younger fans, whereas I feel like with NOM, they don't care. They just want to go more towards the older fans, fans who are more interested in that concept. Finally, I was asked about, well, is there any other information I feel like people should know? So some things that are very interesting to me because I very much love history is that they debuted in 2013 and all of the members were born in the 1980s. However, that's very unusual because in the big boy band boom of 2012, most of the oldest members of those groups were born in 1990. And then we know with BTS, who debuted in 2013, the oldest Jin is born in 1992. So these guys were already skewing older, which I think sort mm. of helps them. But then they had their first release and then nothing. We didn't hear anything from them for a couple of years. Of course, two members left and then we got a new member which then sort of changed the dynamic again. And then they Mm. had their comeback in August. And that track was actually really good, especially for bringing in a new member. I felt like it didn't sound like there was a new member. It just sounded like he'd been in there forever because he just fits so well into the concept. And then this recent release, though, I feel like they got more settled. And the final thing I think that people should know is that even though a lot of people have not heard of them, even though they are from a smaller company, they have still been on shows that they still, you know, perform on those shows right. that a lot of mm. idols struggle to get on. They still were able to do it and more than once with different comebacks. So I'm very proud of them because they are definitely sort of holding their own in the industry and being different and being themselves. So if you should check them out, it's probably for those reasons. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And yeah, so they they were able to perform on M Countdown. Which again, going back to how they were treated back when they debuted, how like most a lot of Korean media didn't talk about them. They were very much censored because they were too queer and too sexy and too Mm -hmm. just everything that the Korean media didn't want to show at that time. The fact careful you might you might make people gay, you know, (laughs) watching it, right? Especially for people, you know, who, who, who just, you know, have no control over their heterosexuality. Like, right. you know, any temptation <laughs> is just going to tip them over. Right. So you got to be careful, you know, right. as a straight person. <laughs> I got to see them on M Countdown with, and, and while they did have to tone down a few things about their performance, like some of the floor work wasn't as, you know, sexy as they would have probably mm. wanted because of, you know, the sensors are still there. Mm-hmm. They were still able to, to really just show everything about their performance that makes them them that's cool yeah and i had another thing so she was talking about how the new member kind of blends in perfectly fun fact he's actually the younger brother of jk who's like the oldest member in the group so that that blending the fact that they're both 
vocal the vocalists of the team the fact that their voices blend together it's it's just kind of because they're related like <laughs> they, he was already the perfect match from the beginning and yeah. it was just so happened he was also mm. a great performer the younger one is the one who got blonde hair in the video blonde hair, the dude. eyebrow all the time okay yes <laughs> i think he's uh especially fancy mm-hmm. yeah he's the cute one yeah they start off with you know him reclining in that like forest with the all right in the music video yeah in the music video well i i guess uh, according to nom the story of this song is about a corrupted king and a corrupted angel Mm. oh okay sure I mean, and, and just to paraphrase what Amr said before, I'll buy it for a dollar. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? You could tell me that this is about something completely different, and I would <laughs> still be happy. Right. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't even matter. Like yeah. what, what the story is. Yeah, what, what I mean, it's nice to know. know that they had more of an artistic right. intention. And we're trying to portray certain things, mm-hmm. but either way, the visuals are great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's get to like why we're really talking about this group. <laughs> like, Omer, um, why, why, why don't you you just kick us off? Because I I know <laughs> you're the one who's like, can we talk about this yes. for the show? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so go me. ahead, Omer. So I kind of like what I said in the introduction, like this really blew me away. I think for a lot of fans <clears throat> of the group, they, I, what I've heard from the people who sent us the audio clips and from Michaela is that this isn't necessarily their exact type of thing. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it might not even be necessarily like their, like, the old time fans is probably isn't their famous or their most favorite song of theirs. Right. But uh, I didn't know they, I didn't know they existed. I'm, I feel like <laughs> I'm new to K-pop. I've only been listening to it for the last, I don't know, three years or so since BTS like really brought the Hallyu wave. Mm-hmm. And so running into them was just huge for me. I was like, this is, this is awesome. It's about time. There was some like, you know, rainbow <laughs> LGBT, <laughs> like k-pop group out there and i just loved everything about it um Mm. i don't know if it's like a yeah hit replay that i'm just gonna stay on replay for a very long time but i do like the song as well but yeah it's so sexy it's just unapologetically erotic which is like i love that to begin with like i love when chung ha does it i love when jesse and hyo and, and whoever else is doing it um, and, and Kai, but I love how they do it. Like their vibe is totally different. The main thing that I think really makes them stand out and old art kind of talks about it. But <clears throat> from my perspective, it's like I watched, I was talking to Stephanie and I was like, is this the sexiest video in K-pop? I've got to watch some of the other videos. Fair question. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rain is really, you know, at risk here against mm-hmm. this music video. Yeah, and they've totally got that 30 Sexy vibe, um, which I love about it. Like, shout out to more 80s babies like me. (laughs) And uh, I compared it to, and this probably sounds ridiculous, but I compared it to Jay Park's Momme and Hyolin's Dali. And those songs are dope, and those music videos are dope. But there's a difference between how NOM like they command your attention yes they slow mm, that, it down that's exactly what it is yeah. yeah 
Yeah, they slow it down. They like hold the gaze. I mean, like the dude's nipples, his abs, his chest. It's just like the camera just slowly pans. They even have that opening with like the woman caressing the guy's chest. And I was comparing it to those other videos. And the other videos, it's like fast cuts. It's right. like yeah, booty in Very your face, but then quick, yeah, choppy move editing. On. So it's like yeah. it's it, you you get it, but you don't really see all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not. It's kind of like you're stealing glances instead of like Ooh, you know right, the artist right. is just like confident and like look, check it out, check me out, I'm hot as shit. <laughs> yeah, so that just made them stand out for me. Yeah, like I think it's it's hard for a lot of K-pop fans to look at something. And say that it's sexy. Because if you're saying that something or someone is sexy, that means you're lusting after this person. Mm. And in a lot of instances, at least for us elder K-pop fans, that's problematic. Because <laughs> you're you're this old person, you're lusting after, like, you know, this underage person or someone yeah. who's just, you know, just too much of a delta, too much of a range far away from mm. you. But mm-hmm. I think what... what NOM is frankly illustrating for me. It's that, well, look, I'm a heterosexual dude, confident in my sexuality, uh, <laughs> but I can still say that, like, this is dripping with sex appeal. Mm. Yeah. And, like, that's what I'm appreciating about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's like having the confidence to, to, you know, tell another guy that his booty is fly. Hey, (laughs) and that—that's what I'm like really here to say about NOM. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not—I'm of course not gonna lust after these guys. I I mean, why not? Why not, Peter? I'm like—I'm just like you know what? (laughs) (laughs) This has really awakened something in Amr. Yes. (laughs) Well, I I, I suppose I I won't blame you on judge, but like, it's just. Like I, I'm appreciating it for what it is and what yeah. it's going for, and and the artistry and, and how they're trying to convey that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess is the thing. Like I, I oh, don't know yeah. where I'm going to draw the line in terms of like underage, trying to like you know, I, I've definitely been weirded out by Momoland's re- recent hit and the Epstein esque, mm. uh, ooh, you know, uh, infantilization of uh. Mm of the girls like I, yeah. that doesn't quite sit right with me so I'm not sure where I'm drawing the line here honestly like this mm. is just me talking thinking aloud but maybe that's why these guys they, they debuted when they were older because there was nothing that you had to worry about mm-hmm. in appreciating this aspect of, of their identity mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's the great thing about where K-pop is right now is like being being older than like out of your 20s isn't as in a death sentence for your career like you can still uh, thrive and have a strong career and be able to do things in the industry even though you're not like a baby or an infant well and, mm-hmm. I, I don't know maybe that's debatable i you can if you've got a lot of legacy a lot of history but like i mean jyp rain ihori I, I just I feel like there we have a, a groups with with older members like like an, an an NOM like a card like if mm. you think about the guys in card they were significant like all the members of card are significantly older and I think it's because they are older and they are able to to do mature 
concepts that which is why they work so well as a co-ed group it is why they've been able to be a co-ed group that's been around for as mm-hmm. long as they had yeah well I, I, I don't deny those things but i guess what i'm getting at is mm-hmm. is nom is card commercially a success yeah absolutely yeah i mean for sure <clears throat> there's a lot of money that has to go behind all these songs especially their more recent stuff it's obvious that like they're making bank off these groups. Maybe not like if you're comparing them to like BTS or EXO <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's not in that league. But I think that's like too high of a bar for like, are they a commercial success? I would say absolutely yes. They might not be the chart topping like mega billion dollars <laughs> groups, but they're definitely like a full-on k-pop product that's fully or like relatively fully funded yeah Yeah. and that's that's still hard to say for for nom right now because again it's covid and this is a group where their strongest aspect is their performance their live Mm -hmm, show mm -hmm. so and again this is their first time this is their their second year after a very long hiatus so they're they're not only trying to to figure out like how they are as performing as a new group but they're also trying to rebuild themselves and coming back from from being away from so long mm-hmm. so i i feel like to answer your your question right now technically no they aren't a commercial success but i feel like with where the industry is now they can definitely grow into one and there's there's the path is open for them now where it wasn't before mm-hmm. well like like the reason why I, I asked that question, yes, the, the, like if they're a commercialist success is because well, here at the K-pop cast, we're, we're here to bring you the, the best sounds, best ideas and, and what should happen regardless of its actual popularity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like uh, my my hope is that for all you listeners who are like, what what the heck is NOM? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, which is or, a majority or, or have probably. a very genuine WTF reaction. Mm-hmm. to to seeing them like hopefully <laughs> we're getting you to realize like well maybe stuff like this needs to be celebrated oh hell yeah that's maybe like, we need to see mm. more of these and and make this sort of artistry more acceptable in the mm-hmm. genre and in the field yeah that's a really good point <clears throat> and 100 percent, like more of this would be amazing i mean one of the things that we were talking about is how a lot of the things that they do is really similar to what the, you know, regular male K-pop idols are doing. The, the you know, like hetero male K-pop idols are mm-hmm. doing. Um, the main difference is that I noticed, well, they have the heels. The male K-pop <laughs> idols won't do the heels yet. <laughs> uh, maybe some of the dancers in like Chung Ha's videos, but not like the idols. And the way they move too, like the, the sexiness, the mo- their moves are not the same um there's like a very distinct kind of like macho you know <clears throat> style to the male the, the mainstream male k-pop idols and um, nom very much is like willing to do this deep squat willing to like <laughs> flash the booty you know <laughs> like move in that very like um sensual feminine way mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder like <clears throat> how come there's just one like there's got to be a lot of gay queer you know whatnot k-pop artists out there or people aspiring to express you know their artistry in that way it makes me feel like 
the fact that it's just NOM is hard to find, first of all, and kind of like the only one with any major kind of funding. And it, even their funding is still a fraction of the mainstream ones. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes me think like this, it's stifling. Like there's got to be a lot more like this out there that's even more different than the mainstream stuff. Right. Yeah. I I think the other interesting thing, just watching these guys, quote, like out of character, so to speak. Um, <laughs> and just the, they're, they're masculine the- dudes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, what is it? The rapper B-side, like he's got a low voice. Yeah, yeah, naturally he, yeah he does. Yeah. And then he gets on stage and he does these raps and these like, like whiny mm. high pitch. It's like mm. yeah, like Whoa. a like a piano or a so yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. I was, I was gonna say so young, John so young, and the whiny ad lib style. Yeah, sure, but yeah. I don't, it, it's hard to compare anyone against Jen So Yun. Yeah, I was like, I probably shouldn't mention. <laughs> I forgot who I was on a call with. But but anyway, you, you're right. I think the the K-pop as in general would be like so much more enriched with more like yeah diversity of gender expression, mm-hmm. just period, male and female and everything else like beyond just those two narrow sl- uh, slices. Yeah. Well, I, I'll I'll just say I I also just really appreciate all the other looks we're getting, uh, the visuals that we're getting in mm. in this in this music video. Mm. And come back, all the slow pants, and also like if they were just really trying to go gay only, they would just have a bunch of you know dudes on top of dudes, like kind of like you know stroking each other. But I think the fact that they had all these female right dancers like mm-hmm. cutting daggers with their stares, mm. like. It, it leads to a lot of room for ambiguity mm-hmm. by design, and yeah. I like it. I and I, I also have to applaud all the the female. Sorry, we don't call them backup. But I, I, I right. forgive me for calling them backup. <laughs> all the dancers on on the music videos and, and stages, and they they gave some really powerful looks as well. Mm. That I think, to their credit, stole a few scenes in the music video. Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. All I saw was the NOM members. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the members or just their chest, Michaela? Is that- <laughs> I, saw, I saw everything. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about, Pilo. Um, especially, I'm guessing it's the corrupted angel, the one in the leather with like the cross earrings. And he's got the female dancers. And yeah, it's like early on the second or third scene. And yeah, the looks, the looks from the, the females. I was like, damn, staring into my soul right there. <laughs> Like, you know, you know, you want this just as much. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you guys think of the music, the the audio qualities of this song? I mean, I liked it. It definitely kept me engaged. I love the drop, actually. But yeah, and, and I listened to it a few times, but I don't know if it's going to be on my long, like super long term hit replay list. Yeah, it, it's it's not bad. Like, uh, if I think about Taman's uh, headache song, it's not that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh but you know what it is like Taman's move yes yeah Ooh. it did remind me of that a that lot that is a strong comparison it, it's same vibe mm-hmm. uh, obviously Taman's move is choreography centric in a different way right but uh, emotionally from the mm-hmm. music it's what I'm getting from both those songs yes that's a really good um comparison i mean I, I i agree definitely with the general vibe 
Um, but with the, the overall composition of the song, I don't know, maybe this is just me coming into it as somebody who's listened to their songs before. And I feel like what, when I come to them for their music, I'm, it's more of like, it's the, the hype EDM. It's the energy. Right. It's the fun. It's the camp. It's all of that. And because the, the energy of this song is that move, it's that more silky, more, I think what was it's it? Sexy time song. Yeah, it's more sexy time song. <laughs> Slow jams I, almost. Be, it, it tends to fall short for me because that's mm. not that's not the general energy that I'm used to seeing from them. Yeah, but Michaela, look, 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 there's a time and a place for everything, and you can't <laughs> just have banger clangers nonstop all day long. <laughs> like you gotta take your time and you gotta mm. slow down every once in a while <laughs> yeah and and this is for those moments when you just you know want to be like yo i'm it like i i'm <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. i'm trying not to use profanities here <laughs> but like it's for a very different vibe like and, and yes they have a history of covering other things but those are for different moments different times mm. okay okay I- I can I'll, see I'll how. Agree to that. Yeah, I can see how long-term fans like Michaela though would be like, yeah, That's this is coming out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can appreciate both the old and the new. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, honestly, I like this better than the high BDM stuff. <laughs> but I can. It's definitely a departure for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe right before this wrap up, let, let me just play the very beginning of Men, and we can react to that. I can't wait. <clears throat> isn't my favorite track by Nam that has been released, but I still really enjoy it, mainly because of the aesthetics of the whole video and how much of an upgrade this video is in comparison to their previous releases. Like, they're slowly becoming less go-go dancers and more an actual K-pop group, which I mm. am very proud of them for doing. Yeah. And if I Can't Wait is the first music video of theirs you've ever seen, that might be kind of an odd statement because the music video is still extremely low budget. <laughs> anyway, that's for men from from K-pop Sundays. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. If this is your mm-hmm. first NOM music video, it you know why I I might think it's not the best song conceptually wise, visual wise, performance wise, all of it is tippity top. Yeah, mm-hmm. bring us home, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is that time. Time for us to, to weigh in and, and, and give the final say. We discussed the concept, the visuals, the audio, but is NOM, NOM, Nature of Man's, I Can't Wait. Dayback or not? We haven't done one of those in a long time. Either. Yeah. That was- <laughs> I thought that was we so killed it. Anyway, Amr, so go. Daybuck for me, totally mm-hmm. Daybuck. No like surprise. A newcomer, yeah, <laughs> to their whole vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've said enough. Yeah, I, I, I think it, I think it was kind of clear. This is a not. This this NOM is always Daybuck, but this comeback is is a not for me. Okay. Okay. You're off the show. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Peter. Daybuck, of course. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Look. This is changing the state of the art of K-pop. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, enough said. Like, that, that, <laughs> that's all this is. And, and like, it's field moving. It's paradigm changing for K-pop. 
So recognize it for that. Yeah, I want them to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And that they will. Apparently in th- this month in February they might be releasing another single called Purtourne. Purtourne. So fire. So fire. Ooh, ooh. That's going to probably know, right? be like their high PDM, yeah. I I'm so excited for that. I mean, if you're going to call it fire. <laughs> we probably should have recorded this episode after that came out. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, just maybe last couple of questions here. Like, wh- what do you guys think? Like, this means for the field. Like, are they going to create impact? Do you think we're going to see more of this? I think there's going to be more explicit <clears throat> trend setting um, than there already has been uh, by giving them more of a platform, like more of a, more funding, which is cool. I'm hoping it opens the door to more, like, yeah, non-hetero, like gay or queer groups. But we'll see. There's also, <clears throat> you know, always a risk that, you know, the the tension of like entering the mainstream and having to water down. So it kind of, it's a double-edged sword. So we'll see. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I know Chung is definitely pushing this mm-hmm. from a different route, a different angle. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you to listener Gauntlet X for accidentally making this an episode right uh, just coming thank in you. to our slack saying thank you wtf and we're like yeah that's great isn't it <laughs> it, it is a wtf it is yeah. a wonderful treasure find isn't it so uh, that's our kpopcast slack you can join us in that channel just click on the link in the episode description uh of this episode um, so signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you each on Twitter or online or wherever. I'm at Dragon at the K-Pop Cast Slack. I'm at Michaela J K-Pop on Twitter. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode online. Anyway, we're doing short the, the TikTok sort of schedule. Not not TikTok, the social media platform, but take like a bunch of short form stuff and then talk long, long hard work stuff so we just released one of those hard work episodes our ESPA yeah. and AI episodes so give it a listen um, if you haven't heard it already Woo! go back on the it's the episode previous to this one yeah we it, it took a while for us to get that out put a lot of work and effort into it so go check it out guys it's great awesome wait wait final word goes to Stephanie final word goes to Stephanie okay. well <laughs> I don't know the those nips were hella daybox <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> 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 Looks like I'm recording in the cloud right now. So we'll just take it there. Looks like mine's coming okay, through. Okay, so we are recording audio. Are we recording video? And our special guest on the K-pop cast. <laughs> <laughs>